Welcome to Face to Face. And today we're going to talk about politics. We're going to talk about voting rights, about immigrant voting rights in New York City. I'm with uh, uh, Anna Giogardi and Denis Renmat from the Queen's Community House. And we're going to talk about a piece of legislation who had just been passed by the New York City Council yesterday, granting the right to vote for legal residents in New York. So welcome to Face to Face. Oh, welcome back, because you were already a guest in the show <laughs> many years ago. So uh, welcome to, uh, to Face to Face. Thank you. Good to be back. So, how, so maybe we can, we can explain briefly what the uh, legislation is all about. And then after that, we will do a historical uh, process and maybe how the Queen's Committee got involved with, um, with that legislation. So who wants to do it? <laughs> Anna, do you want to talk about the legislation itself? So the, the legislation itself that passed yesterday, intro 1867, um, grants voting rights um, or expands voting rights to include uh, documented non-citizens in New York City. And my understanding of the legislation is that that includes anyone who has been a New York City resident for 30 days or more and, and is a documented um, immigrant. And uh, it the legislature, it's only for municipal elections. So that means that this new group of voters would only be voting uh, for citywide offices like city council, um, comptroller, public advocate, mayor, um, but not they would not be eligible to vote for city or or federal elected officials. But it's a good chunk of, uh, I don't know, at some point uh, it was roughly one third of the population or maybe not that much anymore, but it, it's a good, it was like 30 to 40 percent of the population. Yeah, they've said that it um, yesterday's legislation as passed would expand the right to vote to the right to right to vote in municipal elections to about eight hundred thousand New Yorkers. Oh, great! And then, so so, how did we got to this place? Because it was <laughs> it was very surprising because uh, I know we have been working on this piece of legislation for <laughs> a decade. <laughs> And uh, uh, so maybe, Denise, you want to cover, because I know <laughs> the Queen's Committee was got involved very early on the, on the process. So Yeah, I, I think this was the fifth iteration of this legislation. It's, it's been introduced and reintroduced over um, several different city council terms uh, with several different sponsors. Um, and Queen's Community House has been involved since 2008. I think that was the sort of the... the uh, the second or perhaps the third sort of uh, formation of, of this legislation. And, um, you know, I think for us it was uh, it was a very clear and very simple um, why we should be involved. We're, we're sort of working, um, as our name implies, in Queens. We're working a lot with in, uh, communities that have very high percentage of, uh, of immigrant residents. Um, and very high percentage of, of undocumented immigrant residents as well. And, you know, our focus is about um, not just providing social services, but really we're looking at the, the health and the well-being of the community as a whole. And so as a, as a settlement house, um, sort of democratic values and promoting democracy has been a big part of our, our model. 
Um, and we envision it as a big part of a healthy community. When, when everyone in the community has a voice, when everyone feels engaged, when everyone uh, feels that they're connected and what they say and how they think about things matters, um, it just it, it leads to a healthier, stronger community. So for us, it was a, a no-brainer to get involved in this legislation. Yeah, because um, the, the people who are going to be able to vote are paying taxes. They are part of the community as, as anybody else. It's not like they have a, a free pass to anything. It's, uh, and they have uh, uh, children in schools, and they have uh, businesses, and they have uh, work, and they do transportation. But they didn't have the right to uh, give their voice to any anything happening in their community. So how how is this gonna translate? Do we have uh, any um, in, any any type of vision of what what gonna change uh, for uh, the people who are uh, um, engaged, but also for the rest of the community who are uh, profiting in some ways also from the involvement? Anna. I mean, I, I think for elected officials that are running for for local office, it definitely um, may change the, the way that they speak to voters and speak to issues in their district. I think it, especially in in Queens, there's some some districts that are, are really vast and diverse and it could um, it could be easy for a candidate to focus just on one sector of the community that has a high high percentage um, of voter participation. And I think now they may have to rethink some strategies and, and recognize that they're, um, they always should have been representing the entire district, whether, you know, regardless of whether or not uh, everyone could vote, but certainly now with this increase in in voters, I think it'll force um, it'll force them to look at the whole district and and look at the issues that affect everyone. That's for sure because I know to get a meeting with a council member, if you are voting, if, if you are voting, you're going to get much more listened and, and, and it's going to be a lot of space into the calendar than mm -hmm. if you are uh, somebody with. Uh, uh, not necessarily uh, uh, voting. So, Dennis, any, any more to add to this? I also think it sends an incredible message. It, it's, um, you know, as we've been saying, this is, these are people who have been living in New York, have been paying taxes, or sending kids to our school. Um, but but in, in a sense, I think there's a perception of them being sort of second-class citizens in the sense of, of New York citizens, um, and, and not necessarily being seen, not necessarily having the sense that what impacts them matters and that people are concerned about it. So if nothing else, this is going to give the message that um, that as New Yorkers, we see everyone here, all of our neighbors um, on sort of that equal level, that regardless of, of where you're coming from, regardless of whether you've gone through the process of becoming a U.S. citizen, you are a New York City citizen and um, your participation matters. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that it will also translate into people feeling more comfortable just to be involved in their community, um, in in what goes on in the city, and and more apt to sort of step forward and um, and be more um, to participate more, to be more active. I mean, when the COVID started, when the pandemic started in Queens, it was a disaster, and and the structure, and the, and we could see. Uh, I mean, it, it became visual the the disparity, and and the 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 lack of resources in Queens was. 
absolutely amazing. And then the, the, the food pantry were to be run. And I know you are running some of them. Uh, uh, and and the, the access to the hospital was overwhelmed. And, and the, the, the day workers who are finishing their, 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 on the street with no resources, no phone, no, no, no work and, and nothing to, to do. So it's true then it's, uh, it's really uh, uh, be able to, to, to vote transform a community at the big uh, big scale yeah and i i think it's it's um you know or, or again another opportunity to um to hopefully people feel more empowered to to advocate for those needs and as you said we're living in we're working in some of the communities that um are sort of the most under-resourced because people don't necessarily feel like they have a right to advocate so i'm hoping that still will translate into that as well so do anybody knows why this happened now? I mean, <laughs> because, I mean, we have been working on it for, for quite some time. Yeah. And uh, when I saw uh, President Trump being elected and, and running after the, 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 any type of voting possibility for anybody, I was like, this legislation, it's bye-bye. And then suddenly um, uh, it came back into life and, uh, yeah. and been passed. So... Uh, any, any, uh, any I, I think I think back to 2008. Anna, you can tell me you agree with this, but a lot of the the response we got from people was sort of like, you know, democracy works. Why try to fix it? Um, and there was a little bit of that sense of just sort of like everything's fine. Um, I think the what has changed in 12 or 13 years is it's become really apparent that uh, democracy in this country really is at risk. It's really being undermined. Um, and it's also clear that, you know, you can't just maintain the status status quo. It's it's something that is continually needs to continually evolve. So either you're involved in helping to uh, strengthen and expand democracy or you're going to be involved in helping to contract and restrict democracy. It, there's, there's no other choice. And uh, I think it's I think it's become more apparent to people right now that democracy is something that has to be fought for. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just, there were, sorry, go ahead, Anna. Yeah, sorry. No, just that I, I think that there were several city council members, to be quite honest, that that really did want that they realized this was the time to put themselves out there and make that statement that that Dennis was just alluding to that they're they're willing to to kind of state their legacy and put their mark on on being a, a champion for democracy at a time when it when it's being threatened. So, so you think because it, I mean, at my point of view, it could have been a strategy from the Democratic Party from ten years ago, fifteen years ago, to to go in communities and uh, and 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 expand the voting right in in all the communities to, uh, in some way, to be able one to access it, to have the, the, these communities to get involved in political level, to get their opinion, to get their participation, and to have also. Uh, straightening the, the the voting uh, and engagement. So you think it's going to be a strategy of the Democratic Party at the at the federal level, at the national level? Dennis, I I, I I don't think so. I don't think they they see things the way you do, David. Um, but maybe maybe they. I know it's too bad. <laughs> it is too bad. But uh, maybe you can spread the show out to them, and they'll get a. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. I think there's, I think, um, I, 
the fact that New York has passed this legislation certainly is going to have an impact around the country. And hopefully it will help to support. There are a lot of efforts underway in, in, in towns business. and cities around the country to get this similar kind of legislation. So I think it's going to happen more that way first rather than, you know, I don't think we're going to be seeing it proposed at the federal level anytime soon, but maybe um, it can start happening within cities and then maybe even some states and it's going to go more that route. I think too, it just, like we've been saying, it it just makes a statement it, or it's an affirmation for, for democracy. And so I think it does, if nothing else, lend something to the conversation about broad voter disenfranchisement and, and kind of the erosion of voting rights at not only a local, but a, a federal level. So while I agree, I don't think that the next step is is kind of national expansion of voting rights. I do think that it it lends something to that conversation of of voter disenfranchisement and and where you know what what kind of democracy we want to be um, as as a country. Yeah. Yeah. So to, I also to, think just to say you know one of the things with this legislation that we were so clear about is is. This is not about voting for the president. This is not a voting f about voting for, you know, national issues, because this is about voting for issues that really sort of impact people on that kind of local level. Um, and so I think the idea that people, if they want to vote, you know, for on a national issues like the president or any other kind of federal issues, I think the idea of citizens citizenship still makes sense. And it's still, a I think we should expedite the process and make it easier for people to do it if they want to do it. But I think that that's still the sort of way to go. But I think this also really helps people to start thinking about and talking about um, you know, understanding democracy on a lot of different levels and a lot of different ways that people can be having input and that it's not a monolithic thing. Like democracy is not just about, you know, every November being able to vote. It's really something that is much more of an ongoing process throughout the year. And it hopefully gets people thinking a little bit more about how do we expand democracy in a lot of ways that goes beyond just um, these sort of annual elections. Yeah, I mean, that's how for the humanists who got involved, it's through the, the, the ideas of direct democracy. And it was one of the example of one of the piece of, of legislation who could really show that uh, it's much more direct to have people be engaged at the municipal level and to get their, uh, to get their stand. So uh, that's how I got involved with the, with the legislation. Mm -hmm. um, to, to close on a very uh, interesting note, it's uh, the board of <laughs> the voting board in, in New York is such a mess. Uh, how are they going to manage that story uh, technically? And, and uh, I mean, it's going to have to be a lot of things going to have to be transformed. No, Anna, you want to? Um, yes, <laughs> the answer. They, so the according to the legislation that was passed yesterday, the uh, the expansion of voting would start in the 2023 elections. So they have a year um, to, to figure it out. And I think some my my basic understanding is that there would be, you know, a whole separate voting card or ballot um, specifically for the municipal elections. Um, and yeah, it's up to the to the Board of Elections to figure out how how that happens and how it happens in a in a clean, smooth, protected way. 
And people are gonna have to register, like like if like if they were, uh, and then do mm -hmm. the do they affect the political party? Do they do they have to belong to, and the primary and so on and so forth? That's a good question. I I don't know the answer. Okay. All right. So anything you want to plug before we wrap it up? <laughs> any any information you want to share or any? Um, I'd like to plug my book. No, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I just I just think this, this is, is <laughs> this is a really it's a very exciting moment. It was a very exciting thing that happened, and um, uh, you know the three of us have not been active uh, of late very much in this campaign, continuing to support it. But um, uh, but it, it just it feels like a a, a wonderful opportunity and um, and something to be celebrated. So. I'm happy to be on with uh, two two of my colleagues and to be able to celebrate with you this moment. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. Also... And I agree. I think there's been, because it has been such a, a long haul to get to this point, there's been so many individuals that have um, impacted this, this campaign and certainly brought me in um, to the conversation about true democracy. And um, I think it is a moment to kind of recognize all of those contributions and then celebrate as a community. Yeah, there have been a lot, a lot of people over the years who have been involved in helping to push this forward and helping to get it out. So um, I'm, I'm thinking about them all today. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, hopefully they're, they're celebrating wherever they are as well. Thank you so much uh, for the show. Thank you so much, Anna, Denise, and uh, congratulations again. And then mm -hmm. we celebrate. <laughs> that was your show face to face. And keep please watching your news on presenza.com and subscribe. And uh, uh, hope to see you very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.